Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Wednesday, September the 15th, and wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you my love. I wish you God's grace. I wish you God's goodness. Uh, I wish you God's openness. How about we say that? An openness to God's presence in your life. Um, Today we celebrate a feast day, my friends. Uh, A feast day, you know, yesterday we we celebrated the exaltation, the triumph of the cross. You know, it it showed and expressed God's great love. And if God can overcome that, he can overcome anything, right? But we're going to stay on that theme, though, of the cross today. And today we're not looking at it from Jesus's perspective or God's perspective we're going to look at it from a mother's perspective. And uh, today we celebrate this feast called the Memorial of Our Lady of Sorrows. So uh, we were given two Gospels uh, from which to choose. I chose the one uh, with John 19, although I will refer to the other one, uh, Plenty, which was Luke 2. So just know I'll be reading from John 19, 25 to 27, but we'll be referring us on occasion to John 2, or excuse me, Luke 2, 33 to 35. So let's break open God's word today. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple there whom he loved, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his home. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You know, this is a an interesting feast day because we well, celebrate. Is, is that even a, the correct word? We remember, we see the sorrow and the suffering that is part of our human existence. And we, in a sense, we honor it um, because it was a part of the existence both of Jesus and Mary in that gospel clip that we just heard, right? Because both were suffering, um, but they were suffering in different ways. Jesus was in agony and, and pain from, from being crucified onto a cross and such weight, <clears throat> you know, with the... the uh, the nails through most likely his wrist is the thought because if it was through the middle of the hand that 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 flesh would have torn and so most likely between those bones in his upper wrist that that all that weight of the rest of his body is placed on those nails and uh, because of that his body is stretched and uh, basically how one uh, passes away in a crucifixion is suffocating that he's not able to get air. And the only way he can do that is by pressing on the nails on his feet to raise himself up 
and again, in severe pain and agony. I don't, I don't tell us that so, so we, can, we can revel in that or, or anything, but, but Jesus was suffering in one sense, in a very real sense, but also Mary was suffering in a very real but different sense at the foot of the cross, right? Here she was watching her son die and there was nothing she could do. You know, brothers and sisters, have we ever wondered why? You know, I, I'm going to speak from the, um, from the place of uh, Saints Peter and Paul in Kiel. At the back of church, now this is not um, simply uh, Kiel that has this. This is in churches uh, across the world. If you ever went to the Vatican, right there, as you enter into St. Peter's Basilica, on the right-hand side is Michelangelo's um, uh, rendition of this. But, but my point is, at the back of Kiel, there is a Pieta, uh, P-I-E-T-A. You can Google that. But it's a, a statue of Mary at the foot of the cross holding the broken and dead body of Jesus. You've seen it hundreds of times. Uh, and Michelangelo, of course, is the one who, who did it most famously. And I suspect the one in Kiel is even a, a, a copy of that. Um, but, but why? Have, we, has, have you ever wondered, have I ever wondered, why do we have that in our churches? This moment of supreme agony. And could there be a, a larger one of a mother losing a child that we have that within our churches. Why would we do that? I don't know that I have a good answer, my friends, other than I think it makes real, it makes honest, it, it, it notes the truth that sorrow is a part of our life. It is a part of the human condition. And brothers and sisters, we will not get through this life unscathed from pain and agony. But, but different than the pain and agony of Jesus, perhaps, but the pain and agony, the suffering, I'll use that word, the suffering of Mary. Because isn't that the price of love? That we will see those we love pass away or leave us. Uh, and there is nothing that we can do. The other gospel, brothers and sisters, that I could have uh, read to you, and I won't read it, it's, it's equally as short, but basically it's Luke chapter 2. So this is after the birth of Jesus, and Joseph and Mary take him to the, uh, the temple to, for the presentation uh, where he would be circumcised. And I believe, if, if memory serves, that's 40 days later. And if it's not 40, it's eight. It's, it's, it's one of those. But anyway, uh, in this moment of joy where he is being lifted because he's the firstborn, right? And, and, he, and, and that doesn't mean there's more born coming. It means he was the firstborn son to open up a womb. And those were the ones you offered to God. And so this is a moment of joy where they're bringing him to the temple to offer him to God. And so they do that. 
And Simeon, of course, who has been waiting for the redemption of Israel, is sitting there and he hears the cry of the child, you know, most likely when he was circumcised, and he comes to him because God says, follow that cry, that's the one. And he goes and he lifts up the child and says, you can take your servant now and, and pass away for he has seen the redemption of Israel, the one that I have waited for all my life. If only it stops there, right? But it didn't. It didn't. He turns to Mary and says, this child will be the rise and fall of many in Israel uh, and, and a stumbling stone. And you yourself, a sword shall pierce. On this day of joy, when she brings her newborn infant and offers him to God, even then a pall is placed over her that says, you know what? there is something that awaits you and this child in life. In, in a sense, it's as if that, that every, every baby's cradle, or at least this baby's cradle, is rocking over a grave. And, and that Paul is not placed on Mary simply for the day. It is placed on Mary, and, and she carries it with her for the rest of her life noting and knowing what is coming. Brothers and sisters, is that Paul any different than a mother or a father who give birth to a child and the doctor comes with news and she or he says to the couple, your child has inoperable brain cancer or your child has a heart condition which cannot be repaired. Um, or whatever it is. And a sword shall pierce your heart. We don't know when that moment will come where this child will be taken from you. But the day will come. And it may be sooner or it may be later. Brothers and sisters, just this last weekend at uh, all three of our linked parishes here, uh, we took a, a second collection up for the victims of the earthquake in Haiti. And the suffering and pain that that nation not only endured recently with this earthquake, but has had to endure. I mean, is there any nation that has had to endure it in my lifetime, in your lifetime, to the extent that Haiti has? Um, and maybe there are, maybe there are, but, but that one sure is on a short list. And, and if nothing else, it feels better, doesn't it, to be able to do something for them? Because I know at least in giving this money, it can be used to help alleviate in some way with medicines or with food or with shelter some of the suffering and agony that is going on there. But brothers and sisters, there are times in our life we can't do anything, can we? That all we can do is sit by the bedside of this child, maybe using the examples I just used, or of my spouse, of, or my, I, my parents, or a loved one. And all I can do is hold their hand 
knowing there is nothing, there is nothing beyond my presence that is going to stop their pain and their hurting and their suffering and ultimately their death. Brothers and sisters, I am not wise enough. I, I, I cannot answer the problem of suffering in this world. I know this, and I know this to be true. I know that no suffering or agony or pain happens within our life that cannot be redeemed. I know that because of yesterday's feast, because the triumph of the cross, because pain and agony and suffering is never the end. Good Friday was never the end. Praise and thank God that Easter Sunday is. But that doesn't lessen the pain and agony of Good Friday. It doesn't take away Holy Saturday's emptiness and desolation and despair. Brothers and sisters, I know that every pain can be redeemed, and I'm grateful to God for that, and I'm grateful for yesterday's feast. But I am grateful that the church in its wisdom put this feast day today because it says, but suffering and sorrow are part of our life. And how do we simply have the dignity, have the strength of Mary to stand and do nothing but look at our loved one as they die and, and hold out hope and, and merely hold up our legs, if nothing else, and not collapse and be there when our loved one points us to this person and says, don't worry, you're not alone. Brothers and sisters, may this gospel remind us that we are not alone in our suffering. You know, in this first world country we live in, that many of us listen, listening to this live in, we have been able to, to put suffering off and pain off to an amazing degree that throughout most of history they have not been able to. And I don't mean this to be a, a, a warning for any of us. I don't mean to play the role of Simeon here or place a pall over us or, or, or have a sword uh, strike us. But suffering awaits. I said it before, isn't that the price of love? If we choose to love in this world, we will choose to suffer because our loved ones will leave us. Our loved ones will experience pain and sorrow and there is nothing we can do other than love them and hope that yesterday's feast is real. I believe that hope to be real, that it is not the end. And I believe our, our, our separation is not the end either, but none of that takes away our pain. May we today um, pray that we have the strength of Mary, the dignity of Mary, the trust of Mary, when we go through those same sorrows and suffering that may be our experience today, that may be await us tomorrow or next week or next year. Our God is present with us in it. It's yesterday's feast day. If he can make the cross good, if he can be present in the midst of that evil, he can be present in the midst of our suffering and sorrow. He gives us to those loved ones around us. 
He gave Mary to the beloved disciple and the beloved disciple to Mary. She is ours and, and, and we are hers. We have our loved ones who continue to stand with us. But brothers and sisters, it is part of what we live through and we walk through. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil for you are with me with your rod and your staff. You are God, you are Mary, You are my loved ones and my friends who walk with me and I with you. May we remember that our suffering while a part of our journey is not the end, but we can only get through it by walking together. Let's pray. We continue through this journey uh, and and appropriately enough this week, we, we move through these sorrowful mysteries. So let's lift everything up to our mother who has been there and who continues to walk with us there. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The third sorrowful mystery, the crowning of thorns. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 
O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, bless you. My love to you. Thanks for being present today on a tough, tough feast day. Uh, may you be held in the arms and the, the embrace of our God. God's peace.